0: Sup, motherfuckers. You laughing? It's your fault. I don't know. It's your fault. Why? The way I sign on now, because fuck you. <laughs> you. Know damn well why. Ah,
1: uh, fine. <laughs> I'll take full responsibility,
2: but <laughs> that's
0: what it is from now on. Sup, mm. motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I Can't just... come up. I'm a witty fucking guy, man. I can't come up with anything better. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll just try and keep my um laughs to myself in the future.
0: <laughs> Some bitch asked me the other day on Snapchat, like, what what day is Friday pertaining to like, you know?
1: Oh, you're like, like Kitty Tuesday,
0: I don't know. whatever the days of the week are, right? Yeah.
1: Wet Wednesday? That doesn't sound right. What is it? That would be a good one, though.
0: She was like, I, "What's what's the theme for Friday?" I was like, "I don't fucking know."
1: They figure it out every week, though, so yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very it's in, fortunate.
0: That fucking, news. I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> very fortunate. I fuck your for ass, Friday. Involved. I you know I don't know.
1: That's what it should be. I, I, I'm open to whatever. You might be the only one who benefits from that one, <laughs> but. <laughs> hey, I,
0: I made a whole list of these things just out of boredom and posted them. But yeah, yeah I didn't well, tell you one if I tried.
1: No. Yeah. I feel like Friday was a cop out. It was like free for all Friday or something.
0: Yeah. That's what I said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Such a cop out. <laughs>
0: Well, it kind of covers everything, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hence why it's a cop-out.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I do it again. We
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: have a very interesting episode for you guys today.
1: I'm so excited. We're going to nerd out today.
0: <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> He's going to
1: nerd out. We're we, going to make nerding we, out fun
2: today.
0: Uh, <laughs> I wish this, I really genuinely wish this was like video recorded because your actions just now, as you said, nerd out. <laughs> I've never seen you so happy in my life, truthfully um, oh, we yeah. are not going to nerd out. uh you are going to nerd out in this episode. <laughs> Um, this is really, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about to hand this over to you for, you know, mm-hmm. you're taking control of this episode. This episode, we are going to discuss sex and science and the science behind a lot of these topics that come up on my snap all the time, uh, pertaining to sex. So we will get into that in a quick minute. Um,
1: and, um, Uh, First of all well maybe second of all because I think I've already said this once but I would just like to reiterate how excited I am (laughs) but I would also like to say that because you know not all of these topics are necessarily medical but um, some of them are medical or medical related I should put the disclaimer out there that like not affiliated with my employer and that my (laughs) <laughs> comments on this podcast definitely um don't necessarily reflect the views of my employer okay <laughs> i'm glad that that made you laugh
0: <laughs> but because of all the shit we have talked about on this fucking podcast this is the one you're making the disclaimer for your job about
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: all right. <laughs> Must have some really nerdy, interesting <laughs> shit to share. I want to give a nice shout out to Foreman. Thank him for coming on and talking about polygamy. That was very, very interesting and fascinating topic and episode. Mm-hmm. Guy was People are gonna all over that. Love it. They're gonna love it or they already loved it.
1: Well, I guess that by the time that this episode comes out, that they already loved it. But I can't say that yet because it technically hasn't come out at the time that we're recording this because we're that on top That's
0: of shit. True, It's true. It doesn't come out till tomorrow. Yeah. But it's come out for us already. So thank you to Foreman for coming on. And
1: we
2: loved it. So yeah,
0: <laughs> sharing, you know, sharing those very intimate details uh, about, about growing up and what it's like to have 46 48 fucking siblings Jesus fucking. and six moms I wonder if he has any milf fetishes should I ask that hmm.
1: I think you kind of did and he was very clear that like no oh, I, I guess him. not you I guess. I guess he wanted to
0: bang any of his moms
1: mm, no you more so asked if he wanted to bang any of his siblings
0: oh yeah definitely asked that yeah That's a weird dynamic. I had questions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Uh, non-traditional would be a better word choice, but okay.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, God damn. I was listening to the radio the other morning, early in the morning, which I'm never in the car early in the morning. It's not my thing. um, but I used to be at a point in my life where I would be in the car in the mornings. Like, There's a lot of just
1: people. something that's different about like early morning radio. Like when you know that you're one of the like 10 people in town that's listening to that radio station at that time because <laughs> no one else in their right mind is awake at that time. And like the radio host, they know that too. They're like, yeah, like, there's like okay, 10 people. On. listening. Hold on, hold on. Hold on.
0: You're talking about a different type of morning. <laughs> I'm not talking about your type of early morning.
2: It was around,
0: it was around eight o'clock-ish.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, when everyone is driving to work? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> everyone's
0: driving to work. Everyone's listening to the fucking radio.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, I, I I happen to be in the car. And like I said, like, that just doesn't happen for me. And But I, I do recall when I would be waking up and going to a job every day, There was, you know, a lot of these radio shows and you can catch this. I've caught it everywhere in the country. I'm sure it's one brand of radio station that's just syndicated everywhere, but they do like these little dick games in the fucking mornings where, and I've talked about these in uh, much earlier episodes, but like where they, like the radio hosts, they used to do this one thing called like war of the roses. And basically it's one spouse calling up the radio station trying to catch the other motherfucker cheating and Mm. the radio station will call the other motherfucker. And this is all on the air. And they're like, Hey, you just won a free dozen roses or whatever. Who do you want to send it to? And of course they never sent it to their spouse. (laughs) (laughs) Never.
1: Oh man. You're listening to a different kind of radio than me. I listen to like what do they have going on for me? They have like generational jeopardy where they like ask questions that are to like two generations and they flop them and see how well they do. And then like the Bob and Bob and Tom, I liked Bob and Tom. As like a child. I liked Bob and Tom. Isn't that weird?
2: Never I feel like of. that's weird. Really? Yeah. They're
1: like, they're like, not even just local. They're like international and they're like they do like the maybe you miss like on about, weekends.
0: Maybe you miss the part about I don't I don't have a job and don't go to work in the morning and listen yeah. to radio.
1: Okay. Okay, fair. <laughs> but okay, like what about Car Talk? Did you ever listen to Car Talk?
0: I don't know what that is.
1: All right, never mind. We're done here. Continue on with your <laughs> so- <laughs> story.
0: <laughs> anyway, so it's been quite some years since I've like been in this everyday grind where I'm going to work every day and listening to these ridiculous—I I don't even know—pranks or whatever. Well, uh, whatever you would. Categorize I guess as.
1: I would. I would call that a prank call.
0: Uh, on a level, yeah. I would call it a fucking trap your ass call, but <laughs> yeah. whatever. So I'm listening to the fucking. Like, it was. So I was so like struck by this conversation that when I got back to my house, I sat in the car for a solid three or four minutes to hear the end of this goddamn conversation. Oh, Cause they get this fucking jerk off on there. And I don't know the premise of what they were trying to do, but whatever they were trying to do, he did not fulfill his end of the bargain. <laughs> he was it, their version of this game is basically here's your last ditch effort to get this bitch back. Mm. and Here's what we're going to do.
1: So it wasn't the roses thing anymore.
0: It was not the roses. This is kind of my point. Like it morphed from this really funny, what I used to hear into this, Mm -hmm. what turned out to be one of the most pathetic things I've ever heard in my
2: life. Oh God.
0: And (laughs) they call this girl up and he immediately goes off script. He does not, play the game he does nothing (laughs) and starts going on about like getting back together with her and is it true you're engaged now (laughs) i think they'd only been broken up for like 12 months maybe 14 at best
1: oh my (laughs) okay but can you imagine if someone tried to win you back via a radio show where everyone was listening, like, do you really think that anyone is going to take you back with no.
2: that kind of tactic?
0: no, and they <laughs> no. Show. it and sounds they show. terrible. First of all, who puts their fucking business out there like that? It's fucking ridiculous. Right. But
1: <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen Facebook?
0: <laughs> Too fucking shay. Too fucking shay. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. You're
1: especially from the age of like.
0: 35 yep. to 65. nope just 35 up. <laughs> just 35 and up
1: covers it I all. Don't know, I don't know because over there's like there's like a there's a, a definitely cutoff. a cutoff somewhere <laughs> between like I don't know, I would say like 65 and 80 year olds right now, where like that kind of technology is just like too much for them and they and they can't <laughs> can't and won't.
0: Yeah, I guess that's fair. I don't know. I've seen some real old motherfuckers on there, so who knows? But he starts going off about, is this because uh, I would only pay for half the boob job? And I was like, (laughs)
2: wait a minute.
0: (laughs) Now I'm listening. Oh, (laughs) This pathetic motherfucker. She was like, yeah, yeah, that's why. And then she starts to plead her case. She was like, "This motherfucker asked me to get a boob job, and then wanted me to pay for half of it." And they were like, "Is that true?" He was like, "Yeah, they're going to be on her. She's pay for (laughs) half of it." And I kind of saw his point. I was like,
2: "Ah." "But
0: the fact that he, the fact that he asked her, right, and then you know, and then expected like, okay, that's
1: what I was going to say. Was that like?" That's a big ask for someone. I don't think that you should be asking any woman to modify her body in any way for you in order to, like, for you to stay in a relationship with her or whatever your reasoning was, you know? Yeah.
0: So, turns out, new guy that she's engaged to, he paid for the whole thing. (laughs) And he is
1: going off. So she wanted it. (laughs) Whether she admits it or
2: not. Clearly she wanted it.
1: (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) And and she's going, like,
0: he starts going off about, like, I'm going to play with those tits. Those are going to be mine again one day. Like, he was going, like, (laughs) it was like a mental breakdown. I was like, what the, was. this is Where
1: do they find these people?
0: This isn't, well, you know, you've. You you have an idea of where I live, so that's what.
2: Body, oh that's God! Body, it was there. <laughs> it was here. Oh my God!
0: That was in my fucking driveway. Uh, <laughs> but it was such a far cry from like these people catching cheaters and being like "fuck you," you know, and like having some balls to this grovelling, pathetic piece of shit, begging this woman who was like, "No, fuck off." I'm engaged. He paid for all of my titties and he gets to play with them to this just groveling, pathetic piece of shit, like begging for her to come back. It was just, it was sad and pathetic. And yeah, I just had to share that
2: because <laughs> I, was,
0: I don't know what happened to men.
1: Something. No, I'll give it to you. That was. <laughs> something. But I mean, you have to give it to them or the radio creator, content creators or whatever they're called because they kept you listening. You pulled in your driveway and you sat there for three to four minutes listening to that BS, essentially, like (laughs) not
0: going to lie. My first thought was we could do this on the podcast.
2: (laughs) (laughs) with who (laughs) I don't know
0: if you think somebody's cheating hit us up we'll have you on we'll figure it out
1: Mm. we got you all right we can steal a roses ploy or
0: (laughs) Uh, you just won a basket of dildos from
1: adamandeve.com
2: use promo
0: code your fuck boy (laughs) oh (laughs) no sex toys even better than roses who you gonna send it to
1: Mm hmm Probably yourself if you're smart. <laughs> 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 oh
2: god, yeah, touche. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, we have got to move on from this because this is eaten up quite a bit of time. I am there. You hand- go
2: with
1: eating up time. <laughs> I,
0: I am going to hand it over to Queen Nerd and let her nerd the fuck out. I don't know how involved I'm going to be in this conversation, but we're going to find out. Have at it, Nerdy.
1: All right. So we're going to start off with the first one. And the first one, I actually think that you're going to be real, be able to be relatively involved with. 100%. And that is 100%? 100%. All right. Cool. I'm excited for this then. So that is a conversation about pheromones, um, because I think that there was a recent they're all of oh, yeah. first of all, to to um, kind of preface this, all of these topics have been um inspired by various things that have come up on Snapchat in one way or another. Um, some of them have been recent, and some of them have kind of been um in oh, the distant just- past. Yeah, that I have just kind of like pulled and banked and been like, hey, we're eventually going to pull this together <laughs> and do um, a really super nerdy podcast on them. Um, so time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> and so so the first topic was pheromones. And the conversation that I remember there being was that like. um I believe it was a man who was like saying that he must have really good pheromones or something because women were always turned on by him or something like that. (laughs) I
0: don't remember reading Is
1: that not, is that, I could be remembering it incorrectly. I don't have like direct quotes for all of these, to be honest, um, or possibly any of them, but you know, there was some, there was some conversation about human sex human human sex and pheromones um and like how pheromones affect humans and i guess that we should um or at least i would like to start this conversation by just like defining the difference between a pheromone and a hormone um and and what they are. And so a hormone is something that is secreted by your own body that is responded to by your own body. Um, so that's something like testosterone or estrogen, like you know, since we're a sex podcast, we'll talk about some of the sex <laughs> hormones. Um, and and then like on to kind of um, counter that, a pheromone is something that, in theory, is secreted by your own body and impacts the behavior of someone else's body. Um, and it's something that is very well studied in animals and has a lot of data to support in animals. Um, but doesn't there isn't a whole lot of data to support? Um, the response to pheromones in humans. Um,
0: I was going to say, like, elaborate on why you pointed out in animals.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I point that out because um, animals have and are known to have what is essentially or what I could think, would like to think of as an additional organ um like for the purpose of this conversation that that humans do not have and it's located in in their nose and it's basically a pheromone sensing organ um it really it's a cluster of cells that connects to from from the nose to um to the brain in the mm-hmm. same way that like the human's sense of smell wow. connects and like they have an additional connection of the sense of smell to the brain but they also have this connection of this like pheromone receptor to the brain so there's good evidence and like very well studied that animals have this receptor that makes them able to respond to other animals in their same species um pheromones that they're secreting. Um but humans don't have this or don't have this that is active. Evidence. There's yeah, there's some evidence that um that like the fetus in utero has um something that's similar to to those or like remnants of mm-hmm. those cells that kind of suggest that maybe at one point in time he, like we had yeah we had that but it's something that has evolved out and is not act is not like an active or recognized organ in humans um so so that is kind of why i um make make that early like verbiage distinction um why do you have anything to add at this point i have more to say
0: i would like to add Vabbing. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce Vabbing. Vabing? Vabbing? This was mm. brought up <clears throat> like a week or two ago on my snap, which of course, because I'm not a fucking retard, have never <laughs> heard of it. But it it yeah. is a TikTok fucking thing called Vabbing? Mm-hmm. Or Vabbing? I don't mm-hmm. know. V-A-B-B-I-N-G. Where apparently these fucking retards are running around, sticking their fingers up their cunts and rubbing <laughs> it on their fucking neck, thinking they're going to attract men. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, maybe that
0: was
1: what inspired this. I don't remember. We are
0: fucking doomed, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hang on and enjoy the fucking ride because my God, this shit cannot last much longer. Fucking hell.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. I would say that there's no. At least they're
0: not doing their buttholes.
1: Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> I would say that there's no evidence to support that. Um, there is there is some evidence that um, humans secrete what could potentially be like considered pheromones through um, vaginal secretions, semen, uh, urine. And then, actually, the best studied in humans is uh, like armpit secretions. Um, oh, geez, so basically, sweat. Yeah, and <laughs>
0: there's three S's of a woman.
2: <laughs> if you don't get
0: that reference, you're not you're not paying attention to my snap.
2: <laughs> um.
1: Uh, and, and and so what this brings me to is a really, truly interesting study that tried to prove that even though um, humans basically like a pheromone sensing organ is non-existent, that we could potentially still respond to pheromones through just our noses alone. And in this study... <laughs> This very poorly designed, poorly controlled, and (laughs) poorly executed study. Where did you find this fucking study? (laughs) On Instagram? No, 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 I found this study like doing research for but this podcast. I know. But like, it wasn't in a very good journal, but nonetheless, it was published. Um so
0: it wasn't they, the New England Journal of Medicine? No, it so, was not. Is that what
1: you're saying? It was not. <laughs> okay. But they took secretions from people's, from males. Let me take this. Like they took axillary secretions, a.k.a. Armpit
2: bo, yeah, uh.
1: <laughs> and they took a sampling of women and um, put it under their nose oh, on, no their <laughs> <laughs> on their top lip, on their top lip, and then studied their no, like.
0: Like you found this in the back of fucking Mad <laughs> Magazine or something? <laughs> the fuck, are you talking about? This is the this is intro to like a fucking cheap porn. What is this? Shit?
2: <laughs> this is absurd. I knew you would Continue. have to Continue.
0: Continue. Yeah. I, I, you <laughs> got me by the balls right now. I'm so Fascinated.
2: Science is fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> They would take it and put it on their top lip right below their nose. And then,
1: and then they would, like, not as part of the study was, like, asking them to describe the smell. And a lot of them were, like, dirty gym clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Sweat, be-all. But but then they also studied their, like, self-reported then Like mood afterward, and said that they had like a positive stimulation of mood afterward. But then, like, before they measured their mood after this, like, uh,
2: lip sweat (laughs) watching (laughs) you do this
0: repeatedly, (laughs) I hope this is all as funny as. it seems to be because for me, like when you rub your finger on your lip, it's killing me. You know, when they do, do this. You, you look, you look like a dude smelling a pussy for the first time. Oh, it's good to go. All systems go. Guys. So after you give your lip the smell test,
1: yeah. So it was, like, then they, like, revealed that before they even measured their mood before that, they had, like, made them watch some, like, either happy or sad video. No. Who came up with this fucking (laughs) I know. That's what I'm saying. It was, like, very questionable methods. And not to mention the fact that, like, all of these changes and stuff were self-reported. And, like, anything that's survey-based is going to be, like, dumb AF. And it was done entirely in a college-age population (laughs) because they
2: couldn't get anyone else to volunteer for this. I bet. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Um,
0: I I seriously took my science experiments in grade school
2: more seriously than this.
1: And then then they also reported their, like... um, or they also measured their, uh, self-reported, uh, like, attention, uh, to, and, like, focus level after having this on their lower lip, and I'm like, no shit, like, it's gotta be, like, smelly salts being shoved up your nose, like, no wonder you found that they're, they're more attentive after this, like. Yeah, they have BO on their bottom <laughs> lip or on their top
2: lip. It'll
0: like, wake you up real fucking quick.
2: <laughs> yeah, no shit. They're more <laughs> attentive. It's <That's laughs>
0: fucking crazy.
1: Oh my oh. god.
2: So <laughs> do you
1: have anything to add?
2: No, please. Okay, please. okay. I was it's just gonna you. say.
1: In the summary, pheromones, fun for animals, not for humans. Um, it's a totally a real thing in animals. And just as a very quick aside, I'm going to slide this in here because I find it incredibly interesting that proven in mice that male, male mice and like a couple Uh, other small rodents can, um, secrete like a pheromone secrete excrete. I don't know what the technical term is, whatever. It doesn't matter um a pheromone that like if they come into contact with a new female that is currently um
0: has kids carrying yeah
1: current well currently carrying a litter from another or it's probably not a litter in mice like whatever you know what i'm you know what i'm trying to say has has babies Uh, growing inside (laughs) from another mouse then um that it becomes that that like all of those pregnancies will terminate. And there is God also... damn, I need some of that shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. A bitch. There is also um some, or at least when I was in college, I don't know if this has changed since then. Um, but there's also some like seg- like some evidence suggesting that lions have this as well but it yeah. hasn't it hasn't been proven like it's been yeah, 100 percent. like this is a thing in you mice do. but okay yeah i i'm i'm a believer too i think it's cool i mean there's so much other with like uh, other stuff that we can go down with animals and pheromones and stuff that is super cool and fascinating to me but i don't think that it's like as interesting or cool so or I think, I, that you I would guys be, don't i would be
0: fascinated this, so. by that shit but i'm not yeah. so sure it really fits in you know we're really against yeah. speciality here on this
2: podcast <laughs> <laughs> Strongly so I, I don't against. think
0: we could i don't think we could think bridge think my that employer gap. <laughs> would
1: agree with that as well
0: <laughs> you gotta stop bringing your fucking employer up dog
1: <laughs> i know true um
0: Right, this next one. So hold on, let me let me just, before we move on from that one. Yeah. What I found out when this, this is a very recent topic about pheromones and the vabbing and all that crazy fucking shit.
1: I um, I can't believe that, they're continuing to use that term. I like you just, I, I just heard that term five minutes ago and I didn't even remember it. Like that's how inconsequential that word is to me. Like I didn't even remember it.
0: Because it's so fucking retarded. I, <laughs> I just have to.
1: Please stop um, fabbing. There is no <laughs> science behind it. We do not have the receptor organ to appreciate fabbing. All that people think is that you stink like pussy. Just like the people <laughs> in the study thought that they stank
2: like
0: well, they, dirty that, gym clothes. That, that was one thing that like, somebody tried to, to to pull on me. I'll come back to where I was at a second ago. But
1: Yeah, sorry.
0: Somebody said something to me. When we were talking about the pheromone thing, because I was like, uh, and I've said this a million times, like for me, the best pussy ain't got no taste. It has no smell. And that's not like an abnormal thing. I've come across many women got no taste and no smell. I think it's mainly intertwined with diet. I'm not a doctor. I don't know shit, but I think that's a good start. Um, You know, I said, you know, the best pussy that I've come across has no, has no smell, has no taste. And this chick was like, well, that's just because you're, you're attracted to her, her pheromones, so you're not going to smell them. I was like, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to get all technical and shit on me. I'm like, no, no. I, I find it hard to believe that just because you're, quote unquote, I'll use you for an example, your pheromones are, uh, I don't know, affect me in some way that it makes your <laughs> vagina smell yeah my armpit no,
1: bo baby
0: which she does have
2: <laughs>
0: and it does not turn me on
2: yes.
0: <laughs> one bit <laughs> no offense to you <laughs> like i can smell the bitch's armpit yo, B-O.
2: yo
1: have you actually smelled my armpit yo before nah oh okay are you lying <laughs>
0: No, nah, but you're a very athletic chick. I've definitely smelled you stinking like fucking sweat. Yeah,
2: okay. I've never, right.
0: sm- I've never, I have. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever smelled you and been like, you a know, bitch got bo like, it's,
1: like bo smell. Just yeah. you've smelled like an iron, salty, sweaty smell. That's okay,
0: right. yeah, 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 right. Sweat, motherfucker. Believe yeah. me, if I ever smell any armpit bo, I'm gonna put my fingers right in your armpit and I'm gonna rub it right across your lips.
1: <laughs> Are you turned on now? <laughs> How's your mood? <laughs> Are you feeling attentive?
0: <laughs> nah, bitch, I'm feeling like a shower. <laughs> so anyway, I just found that like, I just find it hard to believe. And from the sounds of it, there's not that much science in human beings to back up any of it. So um, I just wanted to touch on that briefly. Um that said, I also learned that Amazon sells pheromone deodorant for you. Oh my God. What a gimmick. In your armpit. Yeah. Seriously. 100%. Like, I'm going to go buy it and try it, obviously. But <laughs> <laughs> it's only for science. I'm going to rub I mean, that like, shit all over my body. I'm going to vab it.
1: How? <laughs> How would you be able to tell a difference? Like you already have so many women throwing themselves at you. Like I'll
0: I'll I'll, I'll dumb it down and I'll go out and see what happens.
2: (laughs) Okay, there you go. Just happens. (laughs) Okay. Um.
0: Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think that's
1: that about cover that about
0: covers pheromones. That does about cover pheromones, but I'm really excited for this one.
1: All right. All right. Oh, I don't know. Hold on. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Because we do have somebody coming on very soon. Oh, who God. Does have, like, clearly has an armpit thing. That's <laughs>
2: new <thing. me. laughs> has, has a foot
0: thing. Has an, like, if you listen to the, the you know, his three S's.
2: <laughs> <laughs> three S's,
0: armpit was one of them. But so we, will, we will go back down this road very soon. <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe he's going to disprove everything everything that science has ever taught me. You never
0: know. I, it'll be interesting because he's not a dumb guy. So I don't know that, I, like, he's very shy about talking about these things. I got him in a place where I think he's going to do it. But it'll be interesting to see what kind of research and and shit that he's done. Because he's that type of person. Like, he will research. to Like, he wants he wants knowledge. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it'll be interesting to see what he has to say. I don't necessarily think it'll pertain to quote unquote pheromones, but I think the actions and all that shit will all kind of pertain. Um, All right. I swear to God, I'm done with pheromones. I'm really (laughs) excited to talk about the next one. Go. Okay. The O-Shot.
1: Yeah. And um, like, what is your, do you have an understanding coming into this of, um, of the O-Shot?
0: I, I have I have a small understanding of it. Uh, my understanding is it's a shot that is given to women somewhere in the vaginal region. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it straight into the clit?
1: It's um like I think it's like one injection into the clit, and then like five all surrounding the um wow. the G spot in the vagina. Wow. Is is my understanding of it?
0: Um of all the things like women that come to me that are like, I I can't have orgasms or whatever, of all the things that I suggest, I I always leave this one out. And I've had so many women talk about it. Like when, when we are having those types of conversations on my snap, so many women have been like, Oh shot, Oh shot. But it's not just, I've heard of like, uh, I'm sure we'll delve into this, but I, I feel like they use it for something other than just not being able to have an orgasm. I can't think of what it is off the top of my head right now. Yeah. But I'm like yeah. this is your this is no your, awesome
2: uh, wheelhouse. Great
1: intro. Great intro. We can we can definitely talk about this O shot as it is nicknamed. Um and I guess that a good place to start with it is what it even is. Um and so it is a I'm gonna put treatment in air quotes here. It is a quote unquote treatment that is being offered to women by a lot of like plastic surgeons and like cosmetic physicians. Um, and the so wait, it's
0: Botox for your vagina. <laughs>
1: yeah no like i i I really strongly hesitate to equate it to that like because it's a a,
2: yeah
1: it's given by a lot of the same physicians but the science and the theory and stuff behind it is very different than botox is certainly not injecting injecting botulinum toxin (laughs) into (laughs) that would be very bad because (laughs) botox does the opposite of what we're trying to do here with the (laughs) O-Shot. True. (laughs) Botox like paralyzes and relaxes the nerves so that in theory you're like getting rid of the wrinkles and stuff um, and various other things. The O-Shot is... Comprised of something called platelet rich plasma, which essentially um, the like the the established research on this is basically saying like, hey, we're taking out a vial or two of your own blood. We're gonna spin it down and take only the most like nutritious, growth enhancing parts of that blood um and we're going to discard the rest and so we're going to have this really high concentration of like nutrients and growth factors and things that promote like um regeneration and then we're going to inject that back into you into your own body into an area that could use additional like growth, regeneration, etc. where it has been studied. Well, this platelet rich plasma, um, has been typically in like athletes with recovering injuries. And so like, mm. like either after surgeries or like they tear, you know, something in, in their knee or, um, their ankle or what have you. Like that's where this has been extensively um <clears throat> studied, approved, and like used. And it's shown to like decrease recovery time by more than half in patients that wow. receive it compared to patients that don't. Um, but I I will say its application in terms of the shot has not been studied and not been approved um, by any body, <laughs> any like medicine governing body. And the physician who has done a majority of the like research out there that's on it is like a very shady physician unfortunately the physician who has done a majority of the research and stuff that is out there on the o shot um, and using this platelet rich plasma in this application is <laughs> relatively shady and, and suspect that? they're just not <sighs> they just don't conduct very like good studies or like Mm, I don't want to say that they conduct in ethical studies, but they've been, like, for various reasons, like, banned from prescribing uh, hormones, except for <laughs> under, like, really <laughs> oh, specific <yeah. laughs> circumstances. And I, I Wait, don't know is, all of the details.
0: This is this specific doctor that's done the, most of the research?
1: There's one physician that has attempted okay. to do a majority of the research on Does this. Does have a yeah. television show? No, I don't think so.
2: Okay,
1: I don't reckon. I didn't recognize the name as someone who was like from a television show. But honestly, I don't. You don't watch, watch a whole lot of TV, yeah. yeah. Um, so I could be wrong on this, but anyways, there's that, and then there's also the fact that like the the outcome that is desired from the O shot and and the theory behind it is that okay it's going to regenerate additional um additional growth and nerve generation and stuff in the in the vaginal region all up in the pussy Uh uh-huh all up in there that is supposed (laughs) to increase the strength of orgasms that can potentially help with women with, um, urinary incontinence, um, and can potentially help with like disorders, um, like, like in, like something called lichen planus. Um, and, and so the studies or a majority of the studies that have been performed are what we call, observational which basically just means that like we give this to women and then listen like anecdotally how did it work you know there's no like yeah there's no
0: these bitches for nothing
1: yeah and and they're
0: exaggerating
1: (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) and there's also very small numbers of people to study who have gotten this Mm. and then finally there's no like um there's no Placebo control to compare it to to yeah, see yeah. like mm, like how is the mind affecting it versus right. not yeah so so that's where a majority of the like non founders or non like why basically why it isn't approved for this use um, or you know the same way that we have um, Viagra for like male orgasm dysfunction or erectile dysfunction we like there's you know this question of is this a is this a treatment for female orgasm disorders and stuff but um or the older woman's vaginal atrophy or what have you um (laughs) (laughs) okay Um, well it's a thing and it happens but there's no there aren't like studies enough to prove this and isn't it
0: also expensive as fuck
1: okay and so that's what I was going to get to was that because we don't have any studies proving this insurance companies don't cover it so it's something that becomes um, like a grand isn't it yeah like paid out of pocket anywhere between one and two grand yeah, per treatment, the thought is that a treatment at least like per, and now granted these are like per the clinics and stuff that will offer it because there's no data out there by anything that's like unbiased to suggest that this is true, but the clinics who offer it suggest that results can last anywhere from one to four years. Now.
0: Right a window for a grand or two. <laughs>
1: Right. All of this being said, I think that if someone offered to do this procedure for me, like, like all of this non, non non-founded evidence and whatnot, like if someone offered this to me and they were like, yeah, you can have it for free. Like, I'll just do it. Oh, this is the other thing about the shady guy. The first, the shady guy who researched this, the first test subject who he used this on was uh, himself. And the second, the second tough check
0: men men be having pussies these
2: days.
1: (laughs) Second test subject that he used this on was his wife.
2: Ah! Um,
0: (laughs) They may be a little biased, guys.
1: Yeah, they could be. But all of this aside, I think that if someone offered me this for free and was like, yeah, I'll do this, I would I would stop and think twice about it and i would like really consider giving it a shot because why? i genuinely you know like i don't obviously yeah you're you're right why i don't have any what, what like i don't have any issues i obviously don't literally have any issues with orgasm
0: so like what is the like what
1: there's anecdotal. Okay. And so this is the thing. It's all anecdotal. It's all like, oh, women report this or like, oh, I had this experience. And there are reportedly reports, I guess we will say, of women obtaining like G-spot orgasms that had never had them previously or attaining them easier than they had previously and I think that like clitoral orgasms obviously come by like no difficulty for me very thankfully but Mm -hmm. I think that g-spot orgasms are a little bit more difficult and that's something that like I would be curious at the very least to see like I think that that is something that I could measure not necessarily because I'm out here like desiring and feeling like I need to have More G-spot orgasms, but more so just out of curiosity and like the science part of me being like, I mean, I kind of want to know, (laughs) kind of want to know how this might work, you know? Um, And so I think that that's why I would stop and think twice if it were something that were offered, offered to me granted for free because i i see the risks associated with it very low you're taking your own cells Uh and putting them back into yourself like your 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 risks basically are any risk that would come with introducing a needle into your body with like the same as getting a shot or the same as you know draining Draining a fluid collection, which which would be okay, infection and bleeding. Like, okay, fine. I'm like
0: (laughs) good God. All right. I'll pay for it, but I'll only pay for half of it. I'm only gonna get the right side of your labia. You gotta get the left. How
1: about that? (laughs) No, 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 no. I don't want it that bad. I said, I said if it were offered to me for free. Um, <laughs> all right. I don't know. I don't know. I feel differently now that it's become real. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel one way when it's hypothetical. Let's move on to
0: this next one. Cause I am not a fan.
1: Uh, yeah. The next one is BV. So the myth that I kind of wanted to debunk with this one was that <sighs> someone was saying that they caught their partner cheating. And that they knew that their partner was cheating. Several
0: people were saying that.
1: Because they were getting BB.
0: Several people were saying that.
1: I don't know.
0: And several women were like, men can have it and pass it to women and not know they have it.
1: We don't have any evidence. And that might be true, but my
0: dick doesn't smell anywhere near as bad as that fucking trash right. bag vagina you've got going right
1: on. right and that's the thing is that we don't have any evidence that suggests that men uh have any manifestation of this disease so so first of all what is bv bv is bacterial vaginosis it is a form of vaginitis 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 is that
0: like tendinitis for your pussy
1: Yes. And it falls into three cat- three main major categories. Okay. It falls into this BV, which is considered not to be an STD, not transmissible between partners. It is a basically imbalance of your natural yeah. vaginal bacteria, is how we think how we think of it. So the, the vagina should be filled with lots of bacteria that are considered or called lactobacillus, which is what's in like a lot of um, probiotics. And um, that that is what maintains your vaginal pH. And then this is like an overgrowth of BV, I guess I should say, is an overgrowth of bacteria that are normally found in your vagina. It's just now you're getting too many of them growing and it does throw off your pH. It makes your pH go up and become more basic. Um, and then that kind of creates this uh, malodorous. Yeah. The, no, not <laughs> cesspool. This is this is
2: unpleasant ever, smelling have
1: you, discharge.
0: Have you ever smelled? No, the bitch's pussy with BB. No, no.
1: Thank Was, goodness. So,
0: so yeah, yeah, thank goodness. And so.
1: I will add, I will add, as a fun little factoid here, part of the diagnostic criteria of BV is something called the whiff test. So...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen,
0: as somebody who has experienced this two times in his life, uh, first of all, blessed.
2: Oh. <laughs>
0: but two times only this has happened. One was probably very late teens. um, And the other was uh, in the last seven or so years. And like, I, I can't express with enough adjectives how bad it is. And it's not something like literally both times that like I experienced this Luckily, I had a condom on, even though apparently that doesn't matter. But the second my dick would crack the vagina open, I'm not exaggerating when I say this, it will engulf a fucking room within seconds with a, a smell that can only be equated to like the foulest fish. Garbage on a hot, hot, hot summer fucking day sticking <laughs> okay. and rut. Like, I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. Like it's that fucking bad. And I've you know, there's no way that a woman that has it who's engaging in any type of sexual activity where her pussy's being open does not know she has it. It's not fucking possible. But the, the two times that I've experienced, it, it's not possible. Nobody in the world. Unless their nose was chopped off. <laughs> Could not smell that smell.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm sure my fucking neighbors smelled it up, down, Gross. left, and right.
2: Okay. All right.
1: So it's a strong smell, but it is very treatable and from what we know about it right now currently we do not have any evidence to suggest that it is sexually transmissible and now that brings me back to the vaginitis we went down one category that's the bv the second category is yeast infections also like very rarely something that can be transmissible to men and not really considered an sti um and then the third is um trick and trick is considered an sti like absolutely um and so like we're not here to talk about yeast infections and trick but i i do just kind of want to put it out there that like there is this vaginitis and that bv falls under vaginitis so it's possible that someone was confusing maybe like vaginitis and vaginosis which is what bb is um and that like okay hey there's this trick that is a sti that falls under vaginitis that is something that needs to be treated for you and your partner, but there's no reason that as a woman, if you get a yeast infection or if you have BV that we need to treat the partner. And there's, um bv very unfortunately very 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 unfortunately has a relatively high recurrence rate Mm. regardless of whether or not the woman is sexually active Mm. after treatment Mm. yeah Mm. i know i know (laughs) and so and so the fact that it has a high recurrence rate regardless of whether or not they're continuing to have sex with that partner is what makes us think that like it, it may not be something that's, you know, sexually tra- transmitted and mm-hmm. that like they're it's not like they're going back to that partner and, conti- right. and reinfecting themselves. You know, when we're seeing it in these women that are treated and then remain abstinent. Um, so I, I guess that my like, sure, risk factors for it are. Basically, sexually sexual activity and like sexual partners the same way anything else is. But I can't find anything that says that number of sexual partners of your male partner are a risk factor Mm -hmm. for developing VV. So and so this person, while their significant other may have been cheating. It also <laughs> may have just been a coincidence that they were getting BV and that it wasn't going away and that they were continuing to get it. And rather than like he was continuing to cheat or whatever, like, you know,
0: I, I and I don't know how much, like, I, I, I don't know that these pertain necessarily but it is something that we've talked about and it kind of, kind of pertains to this, but there are like, I I wholeheartedly believe like there are men and women. uh, I've been involved in this myself where something just doesn't mix sexually.
1: Okay. Yes, I have too. And honestly, I think that we could do an entire podcast on this because like, um, yeah, genuinely I've been, I've been in these um, situations and relationships as well where like,
0: it just uh, something is thrown off yep
1: yep yep uh, absolutely i i genuinely think that we could do an entire episode on this and that this would maybe be better served for another time
0: then i'll cork it
1: all right cool um all right any questions on BV?
0: oh god no
1: Okay, cool. The next one that we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about very briefly, and we're just going to debunk this myth because, like, no. Um, and that is eyeball cum and whether or not semen try to bore into the eyeball because they think that it is an egg. Um, and <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> Uh, not <laughs> you heard my snap somebody said my snap I know I know that's why we're talking about this sorry I guess I should have I guess I should have prefaced that I, I, I yeah no no there is there no but no but there is no buts
0: you, you, no 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 you did respond oh. to something pertaining to come in the eyeball to me stating that you can go blind permanently Okay.
1: Okay. Yes. Uh, Well, not really. I said that you can go blind permanently from various STIs, including gonorrhea, chlamydia, Uh, um, syphilis, herpes. All of those can cause permanent blindness. I would say more often than not, the permanent blindness actually comes from a newborn passing fra- through the birth canal of a woman who is infected who hasn't had good prenatal care. Um, yeah, and, and that is more often where the permanent blindness comes in rather than someone who just had like ejaculate in their eye with chlamydia or gonorrhea. I would say that a majority of times those cases, they end up treatable like if they do develop infections in their eye they end up they do end up treatable that that's not to say that it's not plausible but um, definitely definitely treatable um,
0: so Stevie, and, Stevie Wonder's mama was a hoe? Is that what you're saying? Do you even know Too
1: Stevie young. <laughs> I know who Stevie Wonder is <laughs> but I don't know the story about his mother
0: There's did she story. report he's just it, like- fucking blind
1: oh, Jeez, oh. Boy, fuck that one up Oh, uh, <laughs> that's i don't know Who
2: knows all right, why? Who knows why right fine?
1: um <laughs> but yeah okay so anyways um the, the the fast science between why sperm are not burrowing into your eye and causing blindness is the fact that the eyeball itself is a conglomeration of a ton, a ton, a ton of different cells that form the eyeball. Like, I don't even know how many cells are in the eyeball. Millions, billions, like a lot. Okay, (laughs) a lot of cells make up your eyeball. Okay, and uh, Well, the egg that a sperm fertilizes is made up of one cell.
2: Okay.
1: One cell. Yeah, it is. So there's no way that this conglomeration of a bajillion cells is being confused by the sperm
2: yeah,
1: for one I mean,
0: cell. It doesn't make sense. For
1: it sure. doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Um, so we're going to say no. And then... Um, This one can be our last one. I think Uh, we're we're kind of running short on time here. So the last kind of sex and science topic that we're going to talk about today, and if people like this, then there's more sex and science (laughs) potentially that we can come back to. Um,
0: (laughs) Just message me and say "nerd me out, daddy," and we'll take it. (laughs) I love it. And, I, I'm really curious to see which one of these two you pick because one of them I certainly want the other one I don't really care about.
1: And and so the one that um we're going to talk about is what people on his snap were calling the migraine orgasm. That wasn't the one that you wanted? No
0: motherfucker, I want horniness and alcohol.
1: Oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, for another time because I will be honest like when i um when i first read on his snap the um the comments about yeah the comments about like these piercing migraines being triggered by orgasms and whatnot like i i was like "Mm, is that just a coincidence i really wasn't a believer on it i i will be honest um and so I actually, within the last, I don't know, month or so, whenever this came up, like I learned something from you guys on his snap because this triggered me to research this. <laughs> and um, I, I hope that it will potentially make me a better doctor for a patient in the next coming years. So this migraine orgasm, it does have an official um doctor term and that is coital cephalgia, which is basically just a fancy term for sex
2: headache <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, sex headache last night you knew the pussy was fire
1: <laughs> oh yeah and um It was actually something that was like so well described in the literature that I was able to find it on the physician, on like basically the physician's equivalent of Google. Um, And there are like well accepted um, like uh, subsets and subtypes of this disorder, as well as um, like treatment modalities that are well accepted and approved and everything so this is really interesting and I just wanted to read a little snippet off of (laughs) just a small snippet off of this like essentially google for physicians um because I find it uh a little bit amusing that a snippet with This verbiage is on like our, um, (laughs) our, our basically like textbook resource. And so the two subsets, the two major subsets of this, um, sex headache are pre-orgasmic headache and orgasmic headache. And the description (laughs) The description of the orgasmic headache, um, official definition on this site is the headache may be called the explosive type. (laughs) I can go on, but I mean, like, pretty much that's the gist. Characterized by a sudden onset of severe head pain that occurs just prior to or at the moment of orgasm and followed by severe throbbing head pain.
2: That's got to suck.
1: That's got to suck. For real. Truly, truly. I spend
0: my life chasing better and better orgasms.
1: Yeah.
0: If I got to a place where I was like, that was the best orgasm. Bam! I got a migraine. Fuck that! Like I, I, I don't. I've never had a migraine in my life. Thank God. I don't even really yeah. get headaches that often. But, yo, that would be bad. Like, yeah. Like, imagine being a dude and you're fucking with some broad. I
1: can't imagine.
0: And, like, you both love to have sex, but every time you have sex, you give this bitch a migraine, and then she turns into a complete cunt, and you gotta leave.
1: You know well I mean? you wanna you wanna know the scary, you wanna know the scary bit of this? The epidemiology, it affects three to one men to woman. Really? Yeah, so it affects men three times more than women.
0: Yes, I understand what that meant. Thanks. Oh,
2: okay. All right, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you're thinking about like, man, I can't imagine fucking this bitch and having this happen. Like, no, imagine you're fucking. And having this happen to you.
0: I I, I can't. I've never seen, I I don't know any men that personally that I've ever seen have a migraine, but I have seen women.
1: Yeah. Um, It's bad. Yeah. And if anyone's wondering, a lot of the treatments are very similar to our treatments for like migraine headaches. So.
0: Yeah, I would assume so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Let's uh, wind this down.
2: Yeah, that can
1: conclude our Sex and Science episode number one. Inaugural, potentially. I don't know. We'll see. Number
0: (laughs) one. Nerd me out, daddy. All right.
1: (laughs) What if I said it?
0: Please don't. (laughs)
1: Nerd me out, daddy. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> we can have a whole podcast on that.
0: All right, let's let's do it. Um, me calling
1: you daddy? I no, not no, calling no, you daddy?
0: No, not yeah, no, don't do that. That's, oh. that doesn't work for me. um <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I was saying. We could have a whole podcast on.
0: <laughs> Let us jump to punishment. Toy review? We're going to do the punishment of the week first.
1: Before toy review?
0: We can turn it around and we can do the toy review.
1: They're related, aren't they?
0: They are related.
1: Okay. I mean, if you want to do punishment first, go for it.
0: Punishment, which... I mean, I guess we could tell what the... Let's tell what the toy of the week is first. It's a BDSM kit. Yeah. So... And it has a handle, as you so kindly pointed out to me. I (laughs) am fascinated by the handle on the cardboard box, and it's a book bag.
1: (laughs) It's both. If you open the box, they really want you to travel.
0: (laughs) The box is like a suitcase, but if you open the box, it's in a it's in a book bag. They really want you to travel with this shit. So, um, and a couple of the things that are in there are bed restraints and a spreader bar, and. I enjoy using these um, because I like to tie women up and tie them to the bed. I feel like a lot of bed restraints, and I'm not speaking on these specifically, but a lot of bed restraints, women are able to move a little bit more than you would want them to or thought they'd be able to. So a spreader bar, I feel like kind of helps with that. So for me, I would restrain a woman to the bed by her wrists. And feet, sometimes other places as well, and fix a vibrator to her clit, (laughs) Mm just not, and just not let her come Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. while I sit there in amusement. Um, you know, I was actually watching one of my my own porns recently, and it's I don't know the context of the situation, just because I don't remember, but apparently this girl had come without permission and she's sitting there whining and crying and apologizing while I'm telling her to shut the fuck up and instead of continuing to fuck her throughout the fucking day and jerked off on her face called it a fucking night
1: that Mm -hmm. is a punishment for sure
0: you know me like you and I have had lots of Mm -hmm. things i don't really do that Mm -mm. i don't waste a nut no way she pissed me off (laughs) anyway so that's my punishment of the week the toy of the week
1: all right so the toy of the week is a um 12 piece everything you need Bondage in a Box Bed Spreader Set is what it's called. Um, and it is by Lux Fetish. <clears throat> this set.
0: The link will be in the description below.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a great this, starter set. I agree. It includes a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, and a lot of like nice. Nice stuff. Okay, so, like, some of the stuff that I consider kind of like, uh, okay, take it or leave it. It has some X nipple pasties, if that's your thing. <laughs> it has the storage backpack, best of all, to carry all of it. Clearly,
0: that was your thing.
1: I mean, it's a cinch bag, and it's not, like, ridiculously... It like it doesn't stand out f- ridiculously. Like I could walk down the street with this, and people wouldn't be like, "What the fuck is on her back?" and and people also wouldn't be like, "What is that cheap ass thing?" You know. So, <laughs> you say so. Um. Yeah. Okay. Then um also kind of take it or leave it stuff for me anyways. Black bondage tape and um cat That's eye. What, I,
0: I will say this about the bondage tape shit. I sell it um no <laughs> no, the black bondage Fair. like the bondage tape in general, it's great for traveling it is Fair. It's, it's great for traveling, like if you're fucking bitches in hotels and you want to tie them up real quick and you just like it's just easy it's it's not actual tape, there's no stickiness to it, but it does stick to itself like I fuck with it truthfully it's it's a very you know. I, I travel with zip ties now these days, but if you are in, like everybody's into different things. So if you're into that, like I, I fuck with the tape thing.
1: Yeah. And then my final take it or leave it is, uh, the cat eye domination mask that I
2: could Stay really cute. <laughs> Meow. <Yeah>. Nah, nah. <laughs> I hate cats. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Um,
1: uh, honestly maybe and the faux leather flogger i feel like i'm definitely more of a like paddle person than the little like flogger thing but spatula, um, I, mean. I don't know oh well, yeah spatula paddle any any of the above but this set has the paddle so we're but, gonna talk about the paddle the pad I'm, I'm a fan of the paddle
0: yeah that paddle looks real real similar to the one that i'd I be paddling pussies with yeah um. So yeah. I yeah. I think overall it, it it's a very inclusive set if you're yes. just starting out if you're just exploring like
1: trying to figure out what you like yeah, what you and like. yeah I think it's very good for that. So let me tell you about some of the things that like we find useful, you know, since I've only talked about the things that we find not entirely useful um and so there's the bondage bed spreader set so these are like bed restraints connect to the bed um kind of like the situation that he was talking about um that he was watching the video of the girl yeah who was hooked up with spreader bar and had a vibrator basically fixed to her clit at some point um then it also has a door restraint which I will say is like one of my fondest memories and like videos is a video that we have using door restraints. Um, which I, I think is
0: great. I think I was pleasantly surprised with door when I bought them. I don't think I used them for a couple of years.
1: Yeah. I think
0: you were the first person I used them with. I was yeah. pleasantly surprised with them
1: yeah they're they're pretty nice for like travel and if you're like going somewhere where you can't set up like a whole spiel for Mm. for restraints and you don't necessarily want to have like huge modifications or huge um contraptions and stuff for restraining your partner yeah <laughs> sorry we had the recent dominatrix podcast and
2: <laughs>
1: now i'm like Ooh, should i rephrase this <laughs> um there is a blindfold eh, okay there's a breathable ball gag um there's a collar and leash that is chain and leather and same with the res- same like kind of material that it's made out of as the as the restraints and I will say that the restraints are like a nice material they're not like super abrasive they do have a padding um to them but they're not like the fuzzy I don't know I just find like the fuzzy stuff like really like Yeah, easy, but also cheesy. Oh, cheesy. Yes, cheesy is exactly how I would describe them. Um, Fuzzy stuff. So it's nice that like this looks, it looks sleek and it feels sleek and it feels like good.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I would say there are so many different avenues of the same thing as far as like this, like BDSM thing is. So yeah. Some, some people like chains, some people like zip ties, some people like cuffs, some people like handcuffs. Like, there are so many different aspects to every single part of this moving machine that is BDSM. Yeah. That, like, I think you really just have to, uh, you know, try things out. And I think, you know, for the price, which I don't think is very much totally fucking worth it totally get a feel for what you are into and in you know what kind of turns you on and what you know avenues you want to go down from there i i, I really genuinely especially if it's half price with code Fuckboy at checkout is really worth the money for anybody that's starting out
1: yeah no nothing else to add for me just that this is like i guess i will add that You know, this seems to be a decent quality set. Recommend.
2: Yeah, especially for starters. Yeah.
0: And use code fuckboy at checkout for 50% off and free shipping within the United States and Canada. You're welcome. And if you don't know how fuckboy is spelled, it's F-U-C-K yourself. All right.
1: What?
2: No.
0: Yeah, it is. If you don't know how to spell fuck, boy, it's fuck yourself. Um, Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Whatever. All right. Until next time, which was hopefully with creepy foot guy. (laughs) (laughs) Why you always got to make faces and shit? Turn your camera off.
1: Because I know it throws you off. Sorry. Yeah,
0: totally. All right. All
2: right. Sure. Okay, bye.
0: Until next time. Remember. Always be a good girl for daddy. Bye.